Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Western New York race fans, it's time to crank it up. For the next hour, the airwaves belong to you. Sit down, strap in, and let's head to WGR's Fast Track. All right, take a nice big deep breath, buddy. With your host, let's go out there and have a good day, all right, bud? Dave Buchanan. Good morning, race fans, and welcome to what has become now a tradition, I guess. The fourth time we've done it, second year in a row. We are live from Watkins Glen for the GoBowling.com at the Glen here today at Watkins Glen International. We are coming to you live from the Media Center. We'll be live for the next two hours and got a fantastic show lined up for you. Coming up in the next two hours, you're going to hear from Cup Series drivers Eric Almarola, Eric Jones, and Alex Bowman. We're going to have Jeff Striegel from the Motor Racing Network, but got a special guest here right off the top. And uh, I, You meet a lot of cool people on social media, and you, you just find you have connections with people, and maybe... This is the first time I've met this gentleman in person, but we, we talk on Twitter and stuff all the time. He's been on the show in the past. We just meet cool people with common interests, and one of those people is Brent Wentz from Penske Racing, and he is the car chief on the uh, 22 car in the Xfinity Series. He's also spotting for Ryan Blaney today. Brent, how you doing, my man? Oh, really good. Uh, we had a little uh, trouble getting in today. We're, we're Maybe the Watkins Glen's getting the fans a little bit ready for the road course racing. There's a lot of <laughs> twists and turns and couple back markers out there, but we made it in. <laughs> Do you have to go through the, the three-wide pylons there coming yeah, they, down the they, road? Yeah, uh, they come down three-wide, down to one-wide pretty quick. So you got to <laughs> have good lane choice to get to get in. Well, Brent, again, works with uh, works for Penske Racing and is a car chief for uh, the twenty two uh, the 12 team this year. Uh, he's a former championship-winning car chief, by the way. You guys won some owner's championships in the Xfinity Series. Uh, real quick, for the folks that don't know what a, a car chief does on a race day, what is some of your duties with the 12 team? Um, throughout the week, we uh, build the cars, maintain the cars, set up the cars. Uh, with being a part-time team, we don't really have too many uh, full-time employees on that car. We kind of gather the troops from the uh, shop and... Mm -hmm. uh, Come the race weekend, we have a we have a full group, but uh, the weeks are a little bit uh, tougher than having a full time crew because you're kind of just mixing and matching. But uh, yesterday was a good day. We uh, got to play in the rain. We got to, uh, you know, it, it was a little bit of a little <laughs> bit of a mess, you know. But first time really, we, we raced in Mid Ohio in the rain yeah. a couple years ago, but. This was a pop-up shower. That, yeah. that was a full day of rain. So it was, yeah, was it was this the first time you kind of had to go it like take the put the wet tires on, but then have to take them back off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we we did it the, uh, one year in Road America. Also, we took put reins on to put the slicks back on. Mm -hmm. But uh, yesterday it was just you know a thirty minute quick shower and and put the slicks back on. And I think our strategy worked out well. We put the slicks on before anybody else and got our track position back. And you know the late race cautions didn't play in our favor and. You know, Joey had a great restart there at the end and, and got us, and we, we, we tried our best to get back, but uh, it just didn't play out. You, uh, with that team, of course, with the Pepensky Racing Spinny Rides, it's kind of just a, a mix of drivers. you got Brad, you got Joey, you've got <clears throat> some of the development drivers that are in and out of the car. What's it like having to work with all those uh, different guys? Yeah, the last couple, uh, last four years I was on the 22 and was fortunate enough to uh, work with uh, dozens of drivers, yeah. from Alex Tagliani to Sam Hornish to Ryan Blaney to Keselowski, you know, Joey, 
you know, having those guys, just having those guys in your cars is a complete advantage in that in that series. You know, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So, but to to win with all those guys is even a, a greater accomplishment. Yeah. And you won an owner's championship because you don't get the chance for the driver's championship. But since you've got such top flight drivers, and when you run the full season, you guys won that own, yeah. uh, some owner's championships. Yeah, we won uh, 2015, 2017 championships. Uh, that's what we race for. Yep. We, ra- we go out there, we want to win. That's our main goal. If we don't win, it's kind of a fluke for the weekend. Um, so we go for the owner's championship. Yeah. Sure. Not a lot of people know it, but I mean, like. You know, the 22 and the 18, the last couple of years, it's, it's been a battle. You sure. know, those, those two cars, because you have prime drivers in both cars. And, you know, we set our goal in the beginning of the year, that's what we want to win. Mm. So we don't have a chance at the drivers, but this year with Austin Sindrick driving three different cars or three different teams, mm. we still have a, a little hand and card in the game, you know, with, yeah. with, with him. So mm. we, we have to perform with him because he has a chance for the drivers' championships. And I got to ask you, what is it like working for the captain, Roger Penske? Um, it's probably one of the greater accomplishments in my life. Sure, uh, I've worked for a lot of teams, had a lot of success, won a lot of big races. But I think as an owner, he he recognizes what you do, appreciates what you do, uh, knows your name, knows your family members' names, mm-hmm. uh, and and is appreciative to to the work you put in. We we, we do have a lot of long hours, but. We, we, we don't complain about that. We, we know what we're getting into. Sure. So uh, to have a guy like him that comes around and gives you a little pat on the back and is appreciative to, to, to what you do for, for him as what he does for us is, is a great combination. Brent Wentz from Penske Racing joining us here on WGR's Fast Track live from Watkins Glen International. Now, I set off the top here, get to know Brent through Twitter because of common interest. I think common interest is modified racing because you, this is this kind of like a home track for you here in Pocono because you grew up at the, the modified tracks here in eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, uh, my since I was five years old, my, my father, my brother, and even I've sat behind the wheel of a modified, so uh, anytime we get to come to New York or Pennsylvania, we even Dover, you know, try to get to a modified race. And we did last night at Chemung. Uh, our driver for our Wentz Racing 72 car is uh, Austin Koshnash, and he, he also has his own car in the ROC series. Yep. So it was nice to come, uh, you know, see Eric Beers, Austin, yep. you know, Daryl Lewis, Lee, uh, Brian Sherwood, Kyle Ebersol, you know, we we know a lot of people, so it's cool to get up there and, and mingle with them guys when you have a chance. So like Mahoning Valley, what Evergreen, some of the yeah, yeah my dad raced Mahoning, Evergreen, Flemington, Shang- the old Shangri La, yeah. Tioga, Shangri La Two, uh, Wall Stadium, uh, all up and down the East Coast, a lot of a lot of tracks. And then Matt's your brother, right? Yes, Matt's I, my brother. I, yep. I remember when Matt used to run with us on the ROC series. You guys had that big hauler yep, that would yep. come in, oh, yeah. but you guys always had really great yeah. looking equipment. Yeah, we uh, it's you know. Sometimes business takes over, you know, the racing sometimes. You get you get a lot of involved in the racing and you forget about the you know, the real aspect. So we, we took a little time off and, and gathered my dad's business back up. It wasn't doing bad, but it's it's flourishing like no other. You know, <laughs> and uh we my brother races a little bit here and there, modifies yeah. late models, you know. So, you know, I used to race but the the time is is just come to just <laughs> quit and just watch well well part of the fun of well maybe not fun for you but part of the experience of Watkins Glen of course road course spread out your cup the cup drivers they need more than one spotter so this is one of the weekends where you get roped into some other duties you're going to be spotting for Ryan Blaney today in the cup race uh where are you going to be spotting from today I'll be down uh the bus stop uh the you know chicane down the back straightaway there uh, a lot of action down there yeah. you can you can uh you can tell who 
who's got the advantage and who doesn't just by watching cars go through there during practice. But uh, no, it's cool. We, uh, you know, different aspect, a different, uh, you know, different duty for the day. But yeah. I like it because it, it changes the, uh, you know, changes the aspect of your job to, to, to do other things. And I've done it for quite a while. I've done some modified races this year with Timmy Salamito. Oh, yeah. I, I've done, you know, it, it's cool just to do it. And, and they ask, and we want to do it within the company. So sure. We, uh, it's easier just to have somebody that's available that's already here. I couldn't spot because I'm a race announcer, so I would like start screaming on the radio and probably tick the driver off if yeah, I started yeah, screaming. Turn into an MR, MRN radio <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> that, that's, hey, that'd be the dream someday, brother. Yep. Uh, but you're spotting for Ryan starting 11th today, and uh, you've got uh, Joey and Brad. Uh, Joey's uh, rolling off sixth day. Brad's starting 18th. Obviously, you're not turning the wrenches on the Penske cars, but from what your uh, colleagues are telling you, how's the Penske operation shaping up for today? I think, like, you know, today these kind of races are, are a little bit about surviving till the end yeah you, know, you gotta have a fast car obviously but if you look at the rundown of uh, the the lineup there's a lot of fast cars outside the top 15 mm-hmm. you know you got your kevin harvick's and you got people like that or you know they're in the back you know towards the middle but as the race plays on you know you got kurt bush you got a lot of people outside sure. the top 15 so it'll be an interesting race uh, strategy plays a big big part of it you got to Come up with a strategy, stick to your guns, and, and hopefully it all works out in the end. And obviously, it's stinking hot here today, so a lot of it's going to be a lot of slipping and sliding. It's going to going to get some elbows up today. It looks yeah, like out there. Uh, it, those drivers, if you if you take the time to watch them up through the S's, mm-hmm. through the bus stop, through the uh, carousel, those guys are wheeling them things, and and sometimes they're not even on four tires. You know, they're just yeah. they're jumping curbs, and they're you know I used to watch Marcus Ambrose here, and I I was amazed that the car didn't fall apart you know because he, he'd run that thing so hard yeah and and you know if you know the cars and you know the pieces that are holding them together <laughs> you, you wouldn't think that some of these things would last the whole race you know? they those it's always the slow-mo shots especially maybe more at sonoma than here but they get those slow-mo shots on tv of them coming off those curbs and it's two three tires off the ground sometimes it's yeah. crazy oh yeah the one uh turn at sonoma makes for good good pictures you know <laughs> you have all four tires off the ground they, a lot of them drivers like those pictures. They hang them on their walls or their screensavers on their computers. You know, <laughs> maybe they just do it just to get the picture. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the fastest way around sometimes, but it makes for a good photo op. Brent once again joining us here from Penske Racing. And the other cool thing about Brent, uh, not only is he a modified guy, which makes him cool on my list, of course, and working with Penske Racing. You have a nice side hustle, and it is the neatest thing. You are you've become a, a let's say a dealer in yeah. retro and vintage vintage racing merchandise, especially T-shirts. Yeah. How did you get started in this? Because you have an eBay store now. Yeah, I have an eBay store. Uh, I have a GoDaddy website, uh, but you know, I used to, I collect antiques. You know, like yeah. throughout my my childhood, my grandfather and my mom, you know, they always collected antiques. So I was always in the automobilia, gas signs, gas pumps, you know, oil signs, things like that. Well. I had a couple old racing stuff, you know, T-shirts and hats laying around one day in a box. Mm-hmm. Ryan Blaney comes to my uh, shop, and he's looking at this box, and he's like, what's in this box? I'm like, oh, <laughs> just old junk, you know? <laughs> and he starts going through it. There's Troyer T-shirts. There's things like that. And he's nice. like, can I just – what are you doing with it? I'm like, oh, it's just – he's like, can I buy it? And I said, sure. And then uh, I was like, well, I just – that was it. I, just, I was like, well, I can turn this into a business. Ryan, Ryan Blaney wants some of this stuff, junky stuff in a box. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, got a lot of cool, cool, met a lot of cool people through it. You know, like Dale Jr., Landon Castle, yeah. Ricky Stenhouse, Ryan Blaney, you know, a lot of 
local guys down down south. Uh, a lot of people come over to my house, and it's nice to have them out of their element. You know, sure. like you don't get to sit down and talk with them people in a in a regular setting because you know, unfortunately, they live different lives because yeah. they they're, they're, there's always people that know them, and you really just can't have conversations. So uh, to have those people buying stuff for me and, mm. and have the same interests is, is kind of neat and develop some good relationships through it. But now you go hunting for, right? You go to, like, thrift shops and everything? Yeah, I go uh, Craigslist, Offer Up. I go to, you know, antique stores. I go yeah. and I, heck, the other week I went to this older lady's house in Mooresville, North Carolina. Her husband had passed away oh. years ago. Uh-huh. He was in racing in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and she had a closet full of stuff. And <laughs> she's like, yeah, just come over. And I, I, I was rifling through this lady's closet. Just <laughs> I was grabbing old Levi Garrett uniforms. I'm, oh. I'm just like... It, you know, like just like pickers, you know, you yeah. just, you're digging through somebody's stuff and they're letting you. So it's it's kind of neat. It's cool stuff. It's you gets old vintage cup shirts, but you get, sometimes you get some like some modified stuff, like Richie Evans member building, oh, which yeah. is always awesome yeah. to see. Sprint car stuff. You got uh, what? Where can people want to check this out? What's the address for the site or your eBay store? Uh, you can go to Days Gone By Vintage Apparel at GoDottySites.com. Uh, my eBay um, listing is Days Gone By. It's D A Y Z Gone By. Uh, you know, because I put the days with the Z because my last name is Wentz, so I have a Z <laughs> on the end. Of, it's kind of a thing. But, uh, yeah, if they want to go check it out, it, it's cool. Uh, you know, Dale Jr. kind of promoted it yeah. a little bit last week. Yeah. and it, You know, it, sometimes with eBay, you kind of you lose your butt sometimes on a couple <laughs> things that you wish you wouldn't have put on there and right. it sold for. But that's a chance you got to take. So um, it's it's definitely a cool side gig. Uh, I don't have it's not pressure packed. Right. I just do it as I as on my own will, yeah. you know, and so but it's neat. Some of the things I wish I could wear. Yeah, you know? I that's the problem. All that yeah. stuff seems so oh, tight fitting back I, in the I'm day. I'm not sure when <laughs> I'm not sure when the extra large is turned to mediums or mediums turn an extra large. Somewhere maybe in the 90s, right? Or, uh, I'm not sure, but man, some of them I Oh, an extra large, and then I go put it on, and I'm like, "Nope, that is not flattering at all." I'm, I'm gonna have to sell that. I know, yeah. me and my dad bod just wouldn't wouldn't agree with some yeah. of the vintage stuff because yeah, yeah. I love I love just looking at the pictures on your store. I'm a big Bill Elliott fan growing up, so anything you know with the number nine Coors yep. car and or the a Junior Johnson yep. car, all that stuff is really and, awesome to look at. And I mean, even I forgot Chase. I've worked with him and won championships with him in the Nationwide Series, Xfinity Series. Yeah, and, and he's bought a lot of Bill Elliott stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a my backpack here today. I have a couple Bill Elliott shirts, a couple Dave Blaney shirts, a couple Dale Earnhardt Senior shirts, and, and they're in Ziploc bags, right, waiting for uh, their rightful owners to take take them today. So, and that's that's part of the cool thing is guys like Chase and Junior and Blaney and Bubba. <laughs> these guys they have a great appreciation for the history, but and they just look cool wearing that old oh, vintage yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, if you, I always say you know Ryan has a he was the first one and he he had. A lot of my stuff he bought for me, mm. and uh, he's kind of one that you know. I'll give him credit for for tipping me off on the uh, on the idea. Yeah, yeah. I I have at home. Uh, my wife yells at me. You have too many T-shirts. So, I, but I have all these racing shirts from working at Lancaster and with the Race of Champions and Oswego, and I've got three plastic tubs of just short track racing shirts. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I, you don't want to you, you don't wear it, but you, you don't want to throw yeah, it away that's either. A little sentimental value, right? You, know, you wish throughout the years that you kept a lot of the stuff that you threw away. Mm. I mean, I I try to find local stuff from Mahoning Valley Speedway. Like yeah. If, I, if anybody has, like last night we were at a Shemong and mm. I, Ryan Flores, who actually works with me and also races the indoor Yeah, Skip series. Flores, yep. yep. He 
had a uh, Eric Beers uh, shirt from the Flemington days. Oh wow! You know, and he even took a picture. Like we know Eric really well. Yeah. And we went down there and we took a picture. He's with a him. great guy. And uh, I, he, I said, well, how, how skinny were you when when you drove that car? <laughs> you know, and he's like, oh, bro, you know, but it's it's fun. Like I said, to to, to put the T-shirts and the people together. Sure. Sometimes it, it's it's really neat. Uh, I saw a lot of George Kent stuff at the auction last night yeah. for the Spalding Foundation, and um, you know, anytime I can find anything local, yeah, I don't care if it's a small, extra, extra large, whatever, <laughs> I buy it, yeah, because you'll never find it again. I found a Bob McCready. Oh wow! Shirt. Nice. I have it on Twitter uh, a couple days ago. A guy from uh, maybe Watertown, New York, yeah. had it, and it's just an old mud bus, <laughs> and it's the coolest shirt. I, I didn't care what the price was. Yeah. I'd bought it because you'll never find it again. <laughs> right. I know. That was like last night they liked uh, that we were at the Shimong Speed Drum. They had a silent auction for charity. They had like Ted, Ted Christopher autograph stuff. And I'm glad I saved when uh, Tony Stewart was supposed to run the race of champions at Oswego, but then Joe Gibbs wouldn't let him do it. They had a shirt because he and Teddy had gotten into it, and I still got the shirt of yeah. with Tony and, and Ted on the yeah. shirt, and I saved that. I gave uh, I gave that shirt. I had the two cars on it, the yep. 20 and the, and the 13, yeah. I think. I gave that shirt to tony stewart did you at the chili bowl two years ago okay yeah I, i'm not sure what he did with it but uh <laughs> you know he's busy when he's there right but i thought you know what a cool shirt it, you know unfortunately teddy passed away it was yeah. before it was before that but uh yeah he's got that shirt so well man I, like i said i like you meet people on twitter and you just have common interests uh, and i you know i, I don't get to travel the nascar circuit so i don't get to meet all these people in person but cool to meet you people on social media but this is great thank you so much i know it's a busy morning you got to go get up in the spotter stand and sweat about 10 pounds today but brent thank you so much for the time this morning yeah i appreciate it uh you know just coming up here and, and getting to know a lot of people within the racing world you know yeah especially the northeast where i grew up meeting new people is, is always a cool thing and i i never never back down to meeting you know people and i try to talk to as many people as i can yeah. so if anybody ever wants to chat with me via social media or something like that feel free <laughs> I, I enjoy talking to people yeah he's on twitter uh brent underscore Wentz. actually i think i tweeted out the picture i took a brent here yeah so if you want to check my twitter feed i just tweeted out a picture of brent and that has his twitter name and that also gets you the link to his online store to check out some vintage merchandise but brent again thank you for the time good luck today with the 12 team and good luck the rest of the year on the xfinity series yes sir i appreciate it thank you uh, for having me brent Wentz from the xfinity series and penske racing car chief brent you're uh, you're free to go i gotta keep chatting here for a couple more minutes but have a good day today yeah. And, uh, again, we're here live from Watkins Glen International. Coming up here on the program, we're going to go to uh, Tuesday. Had a chance to chat with Eric Jones uh, via phone. And uh, he's coming off a really good weekend last weekend at Pocono with the Truck and Cup Series. And we talked a little about uh, the racing today here at Watkins Glen International. And uh, he is going to be uh, rolling off today from the ninth starting position. You're going to hear from Jer Eric in a little bit. Also, Eric Almarola on tape from Tuesday. He'll be in the 11 o'clock hour. And at 1040 this morning, we're going to talk live with Alex Bowman. I'm going to get the uh, the escort over to his motor coach, and uh, we're going to chat at 1040. Alex, of course, driving the 88 car from Hendrick Motorsports. He rolls off 24th today. So right now, we're going to go back to Tuesday, and uh, this is uh, Joe Gibbs Racing driver Eric Jones as he's uh, – just a couple days removed from racing at Pocono and getting ready to come to the Glen. So here's Eric Jones on WGR's Fast Track. Let's backtrack to, to last weekend at Pocono quickly. A, a really good weekend for you. Uh, top five in the cup race and a, a surprise second place finish in the truck race. And I mean a kind of a surprise because you didn't really expect going to Pocono to race in the trucks. Yeah, yeah no, I didn't expect to race the trucks, that's for sure. But uh, 
Yeah, it was a fun weekend. I mean, we uh, the truck race was, was fun. I mean, I, I haven't raced a truck in quite a while now, and it was just cool to hop back in and work with a group of guys that I've, I know really well and haven't worked with in a while. But, uh, yeah, the cup car was really good. We, we qualified well, and, um, you know, it just kept up front all day and raced really well. So we um, we had a big improvement there from the spring race. I didn't feel like we were a very good car in the spring race. We were probably a 10th to 12th place car, and we came back, and, and I feel like we had a third or fourth place car this time. So, it was, uh, was nice just to see that improvement. You know, as a team, you always want to get your stuff better. And, you know, we did a good job in between races, really working on our race cars and getting them where they needed to be for uh, four Pocono. And mm. I think it showed as a group, all four of us were really fast. So that was pretty rewarding. Uh, the truck deal, was that something you and Kyle had kind of talked about? Or, or was it like like as a pl- uh, plan B maybe it, it, for a future plan? Or was it just like they called up Saturday morning and said, hey, Noah's sick, can you drive? We're, we're desperate. Um, yeah, I mean, we hadn't talked about it at all, actually. No. I didn't hear anything about it until Saturday after first practice uh, in the Cup Series. Uh, they were they were asking if I'd be able to drive it, so I hopped over and made sure I could fit in it. And yeah. uh, told, told them if, I, if they need me, I'm here, and they told me after uh, next practice I was going to be in it. So it was it was a really quick deal. The the Cup race on Sunday, uh, you, you were right in there right up until the end, uh, finishing the top five, but uh, definitely an, an exciting race. Uh, with all the cars that started in the back on Sunday, were was the uh, the first opening laps or the first segment of that race? Was it? Were you nervous about that, knowing there were so many cars in the fast cars in the back of the pack? You know, I wasn't nervous about it. But I was just interested to see who was going to come through the field. I mean, obviously, we knew uh, Kyle and Harvick were probably going to come through there and, and make their way to the front. But I was also, like you said, there were some other good cars back there as well. I was wondering if they were going to be able to get up to the front and race with us. And um, once they got through and I was able to see the speed it was that they had, it was kind of interesting. And, you know, we were actually able to work on our car a little bit more and know better off what we were going to need to run with them. So, um, yeah, kind of a weird deal. You know, seeing everybody have to start at the back as many cars started at the back as they did but uh you know it made seemed like for a pretty exciting race having those guys come the back and try to race their way up it's been about a month or so now since you got your win at daytona your first career cup series win uh in, in the now that we've you've had a while for it to set in how do you, how much do you still think back about getting that first cup series victory uh, i still think about it every once in a while you know i mean it was uh it was a big moment and something I was pretty excited about. And sure. Still, I'm happy and proud of. But, uh, you know, at this point, I think the focus is definitely on getting more wins. I've been pretty locked in trying to figure out what we need to do to take advantage of some of these tracks we're going to here in the next few weeks. You know, knowing that there are tracks where I've, I've ran well at in the past and JGR runs well at or has run well at for a few years. So I think that's the focus right now. And, and also the playoffs, you know, we're starting to mm-hmm. get really close to the beginning of them. And, trying to figure out what we're going to have to do as a group and as a team to advance for the, through the first couple of rounds and make sure we're going to you know, give ourselves a good shot. I, I hope we can make it to the round eight. I think that'd be a you know, really impressive thing for us to do. So that's, uh, that's kind of my goal for the, for the playoffs. For these next five races that are left here in the regular season, is it more about you know going for wins and maybe taking chances, or is it just maybe trying to get a few more playoff points and get you know get plenty of stage points here the rest of the way? What is what is the the bigger goal here in these final five races of the regular season? Well, it's definitely more wins. You know, we want to win races, but also it's trying to figure out what we're going to have to do to compete with the top you know the top three guys, Truex, Harvick, and, and Kyle. So. Um, Obviously, with Truex and, and Kyle being on our group, we're able to you know learn from them and kind of see what they do. But we also need to 
figure out um, how to close in on Harvick. I feel like he's definitely, you know, the class of the field most weekends and, and probably was at Pocono again. He had some trouble that kept him out and, and away from winning the race. But, um, you know, as a group, I think we're all just trying to work hard towards that and, and, uh, and win races and get those playoff points. That's the easiest way to get the playoff points is win races. You get five for doing it. Yep. And you know, we just want to uh, hopefully rack up some more of those. Do you think – since the start of the year, your team, or, or and maybe the Toyotas in general, if you you know count Martin in the in this equation, do you think you guys have maybe closed the gap on Harvick and the Fords and Stuart Haas Racing? Do you think you maybe closed the gap on a competition level with those guys? Yeah, I think we have a little bit. You know, I don't think um, you know me being totally honest. I don't think we're all the way there. I think they're mm-hmm. still probably a little bit better than us, but we've definitely closed it a lot. I feel like we've done a good job as a group of JGR and. and and Toyota as well to kind of close that gap between between us and, and them. So we're uh, we're getting there. You know, they're they're very fast and they they still show it at times. But I mean, you look at Kyle and he's won six races. Martin's won three or four races this year. So yeah, our cars are capable of doing it. We just the execution has to be very high. We we can't have a a day full of mistakes or things go wrong and, and still have a shot to win. You know, Harvick had a a pretty rough day at Pocono with mm-hmm. a lot of things wrong and lose track position a lot. And he still finished, you know, he, if, if there would have been six more laps, he may have still won the race. So, yeah. uh, so we, we can't have days like that yet, but we're definitely getting there. So how about this week at Watkins Glen? You've had some success in the Cup and Xfinity Series in, in your brief time here in, in the major NASCAR uh, Series levels. What do you think about racing at Watkins Glen? You know, I, I like the track a lot. I'm just trying to learn more about road course racing, honestly. I got a pretty late start on it compared to a lot of guys. I didn't race my first road course until I was um, until I was 17, so in trucks in, in 2014. So uh, I don't have a lot of experience on the road courses, and, and um, you know, just trying to kind of catch up to what these guys in the Cup Series know about them. They, they've they're really good guys who've done it a lot, and, and they've really kind of got it figured out now. So just trying to play that game, and, and you know, Watkins Glen is a little bit it's, it's challenging, but it's definitely not quite as challenging as Sonoma. It's more of a super speedway of road courses so i like that place a little bit more and um you know excited to go back and at least kind of see where we where we stack up i felt like last year we were actually pretty good um we had some brake issues but we we still had a good run so i think we'll be pretty pretty good here uh last thing before i let you go of course you grew up racing late models and you still do plenty of late model racing you're going to be busy but have you heard about this big uh fifty thousand dollar to win late model race up here near uh we're in buffalo but just to the north of us in canada the jucasa motor speedway have you heard about this big fifty thousand dollar to win late model race they're having i did uh actually i you know the first time i saw it was uh where sterling marlin was was going to come up and run it so yeah. um i saw that i guess that's coming up here pretty soon that'd be be fun to run i've never been up there to that track i guess it was far it was it used to be cayuga yep that right? yep yep so um yeah it'd be fun to run if, if the uh the right situation worked out I'd, I'd like to make my way up there very good well eric uh, best of luck at watkins Glen and the rest of this season thank you so much for the time all right thanks man i appreciate it yep there's eric jones again recorded that on tuesday with the driver for joe gibbs racing and again uh, coming off a strong run last weekend at pocono and uh, today he will start in the uh, ninth position. Denny Hamlin on the pole. Great qualifying effort for all of Joe Gibbs Racing. Front row is Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, two of the Joe Gibbs Racing drivers. They will lead the field to green here today at Watkins Glen for the GoBowling.com at the Glen. And uh, they're coming out of qualifying 
Uh, of course, last week they had all the issues at Pocono with qualifying and the, the post-qualifying uh, inspection penalties. Well, this week, instead of doing uh, the inspection right after qualifying on Saturday, they didn't wait. They waited till this morning to do the inspection. I believe that's the second time this year they've done it in the Cup Series. So the cars qualified last night after the Xfinity Series race and then kind of sat undercover till this morning. And uh, if you check my Twitter feed, it took some pictures in the garage and all the cars lined up having to go through the OSS station and everything. And uh, a little bit better results. A couple of cars did fail. I saw the, the 21 in Menard and the 41 car, Kurt Busch. Uh, they failed at least once. I think they got through on the second time, so I'm not sure we'll have any uh, penalties on the grid. But it looks like all your top qualifiers, at least, are going to hold their starting positions for today. So Denny and Kyle on the front row. Chase Elliott rolls off third, looking for his first win. Martin Truex starts fourth. Of course, the defending race winner. He's won the uh, last two uh, road course races in NASCAR here at the Glen a year ago, and then Sonoma earlier this year. <coughs> Excuse me. Kyle Larson rolls off fifth. Joey Logano in sixth. Eric Almarola will start seventh today. A.J. Allmendinger, of course, a former winner here at the Glen. Uh, he finished second in the Xfinity Series race yesterday, driving for GMS Racing. Uh, A.J. heard his post-race comments following the Xfinity Series race. Wasn't too thrilled about what they've had so far in practice with the cup car. He thinks they need a little bit more to be a factor day, but, you know, A.J., quite the talented road racer, and uh, he'll likely be a threat regardless, so he'll roll off eighth today. As I said, Eric Jones, ninth. Casey Kane, a nice qualifying effort for Casey in the uh, uh, Levine Family Racing 95. His start 10th today. Ryan Blaney, 11th. Michael McDowell, another accomplished road racer, driving for Front Row Motorsports, of course. He rolls off 12th. Then you've got, let's see, notable names. Jimmy Johnson rolls off 14th. Kevin Harvick in 16th. William Byron in 17th. Brad Keselowski in 18th. Clint Boyer rolls off 19th. Kurt Busch back in 21st. Daniel Suarez, the uh, lone Gibbs card not to perform well in qualifying. He'll go off 23rd. As we said, Alex Bowman, who we'll talk to here in about eight minutes, he starts 24th. You've got uh, Kenza today in 28th. Bubba Wallace in 31st today, and uh, 37 cars will take the green. Uh, Spencer Gallagher also in the field today for GMS Racing. Uh, if not his first cup start, one of his first uh, cup starts in his young career for the uh, Xfinity Series race winner from earlier this year in the Xfinity Series. So again, WGR's Fast Track live here from Watkins Glen International will be on until 12 noon. We'll take you to noon. Then it'll be Sal and Nate Geary from Bills Camp from 12 to 2. And then at 2, we'll pick up live coverage. Uh, you won't miss any of the racing, maybe to some of the pre-race from the Motor Racing Network. And we're going to talk to Jeff Striegel from the Motor Racing Network at 11 o'clock coming up. But we're going to step aside here. and we come back, we'll be live with Alex Bowman here at Watkins Glen International as we continue on with Fast Track here on WGR. Ten forty here on WGR Sports Radio five fifty WGR's Fast Track coming to you live from Watkins Glen International as we're here for today's GoBowling.com at the Glen special live edition of the program. We're on until twelve noon today, and then we'll head off to uh, Sale and Nate Geary for Bill's training camp report, and then we'll have live flag to flag coverage of today's GoBowling.com at the Glen, from, courtesy of the Motor Racing Network, and the driver that's starting twenty fourth today, driving the Nationwide Children's Hospital number eighty eight for Hendrick Motorsports. Alex Bowman joins me here in person. Alex, how are you doing this morning? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go back. Uh, 
going back to last weekend at Pocono, first of all, congratulations, a third-place finish, your best finish in the Cup Series, I believe. I know you want to get to a W eventually, but still had to be feeling pretty good coming out of Pocono last week. Yeah, definitely. We uh, kind of struggled through practice a little bit, um, didn't have a, lo a lot of raw speed and, and didn't qualify very well, but um, then we were able to race really well, so uh, kind of seems to be the same trend this week. Hopefully we can race really well this week, but uh, coming out of last week with a, a good finish was a, a good confidence builder and um, good points day for us as well. Has it been, well, obviously, your first full year driving the 88 car, taking over for Dale Jr., obviously. What has it been making yourself better, or has it been you and, and your team and, and your crew chief, Greg Ives, just getting the getting used to driving the Camaro and getting the Camaro better? What's been the bigger challenge this year? Yeah, I think the biggest challenge has been um, kind of for, for all the Hendrick cars to, to get our cars better. Um, you know, we, we started the year pretty far off of where we needed to be, and, and we've made huge improvements. So I think that's been really good. Um, other, other than that, I feel like Greg and I hit the ground running pretty well. Uh, the team's clicking pretty well. Everybody's doing a good job. So on the team side of things, I think we're doing a great job. Um, we're just been, we've been clicking away at, at getting our race cars better, and I think it's paid off the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Chase was really fast yesterday, so mm. that's really encouraging. Um, now I just got to go do my job. What happened there in qualifying? Because you're 12th fastest in the final practice, but 24th in qualifying. Was it, What happened there in your qualifying lap? Um, nothing big, just uh, didn't, we picked up a little bit from practice and other guys picked up some more, so um, definitely pretty frustrating to qualify that poorly, I thought we'd be a little better than that, um, but it's part of it, we didn't qualify very well in Sonoma either, and we mm. came home with a solid top 10, so um, I think we have a, a shot at doing that, Greg will be smart on the pit box, and got to keep the fenders on it and go from there. What is your, uh, where do you stand on road course racing in NASCAR, you like it, love it, in the middle? hate it <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it um i just i get frustrated because i don't feel like i'm very good at it uh -huh. so um you know it, in the other situations i've been in driving for other teams i feel like i haven't really been able to learn that much about it just because of the situations i've been in so coming here with hendrick Motorsports is kind of like starting over again yeah. and i haven't been to the Glen in three years so that's um that's been a little bit of a learning curve and they've repaved it since yeah. i've been here they, a lot's changed so um, just trying to kind of catch back up on everything, but it's been a good weekend so far. Um, having Nationwide Children's Hospital on the car is yeah. really cool, and, and having Bryson here has been a lot of fun. So I told him if if I win, he can keep the trophy. So we got uh. a lot of work to do to make that happen, <laughs> but uh, if it happens, it'd be pretty special. Tell us about Bryson. Who's this with you at the races this yeah, weekend? Yeah, so he's um, he's a Nationwide uh, Children's Hospital patient champion. It's really cool to have him here, uh, him and his family seem like they're having a lot of fun he's uh he's got a little diecast car that he's just over the moon to have and, and running around with it so um he's just kind of been hanging out so it's uh it's really cool to have him here and um always special to have uh somebody's like that uh have their name on the car and of course uh the car looks phenomenal special paint scheme today with nationwide children's hospital it always the 88 car always looks great you had the Philly Eagles on the car last week at Pocono, and uh, how did, uh, that was a pretty good program you guys put together with that. Yeah, for sure. Last week was cool. Uh, we went to the Eagles training camp before the race, and then um, obviously there's a lot of Eagles fans up there in Pocono, yep. so that was pretty neat. Um, and, and then to come here with the Children's Hospital car, we went to the Children's Hospital this week, and um, it's just a, a great cause to be a part of. Uh, it's, it's really puts things in perspective, and it's very humbling. So I think the car looks great. Um, and it's always special to have it, uh, have them on the car. 
Alex Bowman joining us live here from Watkins Glen, starting 24th today in the Hendrick Motorsports number 88. We've got uh, five races left here in the in the regular season, Alex, and you're right in the hunt trying to make the playoffs in your uh, first full season here with Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, what's your goal here for these next five races? Hopefully go out and win yes. uh, so it gets a little less stressful. But, right. I mean, other than that, we just got to do the best job we can. Um, you know, I, I kind of knew that this was probably going to be one of the rougher ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully um, I can uh, get a little better here in the race and do a little better job for my guys. I know our, our race car is quite a bit better than when we qualified it. So um, just got to get after it. But at the same time, you know, the guys we're racing around are all starting behind us. So yeah. Um, if we can stay out of trouble and, and still have a good solid point stay, that's really all that matters. One of these races coming up, is there one of these five that you kind of circled that you're going to you know, maybe try and swing for the fences? Is the Darlington Bristol, is there a race here you're going to try and maybe go for a home run? You know, anywhere we go, we get a win. So um, every week. <laughs> but um, Bristol, we were really strong. We had a solid top five day there earlier this year. Um, the 17 runs really strong there mm. as well. So. Um, that's uh, that's going to be a good one for us. I, I think anytime a Hendrick car goes to Indy, you know it's a it's a special place. Mm-hmm. Jeff's won there a ton of times, so mm-hmm. um, that'd be uh, that'd be a good one for us. Darlington's a lot of fun. Um, Michigan Hendrick horsepower under the hood's always good. So, um, like I said, kind of anywhere we go. Uh, course taking over for Dale Jr. this year, and uh, this weekend a lot of drivers in the Cup and Xfinity Series sporting some special driving gloves, and that's helping out, uh, I believe, one of Dale Jr.'s charities. Tell us about that with the driving gloves today. Yeah, so um, really cool to be wearing the skeleton gloves. Um, I think there's like 36 of us wearing them, mm-hmm. so uh, it's a special deal to be a part of. Um, we're going to sign, I'm going to sign one, and Dale's going to sign one. Every driver's doing it, mm-hmm. and then they, um, they're getting auctioned off after the race. Um, and I think it all goes to the Nationwide Children's Hospital. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so it's uh, that, that's a really special thing to be a part of. Um, you know, the Dale Jr. Foundation and the Nationwide Children's Hospital both yeah. do great things. And um, like I said, we were just up there this week, and it, it's um, it really puts things in perspective to go up there and hang out and, and see what's going on, and um, it's, uh, it's a very special place for sure. I'm sure you get asked this more than anything, but uh, Dale's you know, working with NBC right now, but do you, how often do you talk to him? Do, do, does he debrief with you at all a little bit, help you, give you some pointers with the 88 car? really depends where we're at. Um, you know, we talked about Watkins Glen a little bit this week, but mm. um, he had a, a rough year last year too. So, yeah. um, you know, going to the super speedway, you really lean on Dale. Dale's sure. one of the best super speedway, races, speedway racers ever. So um, you obviously got to lean on him for that. And anywhere you go, he's definitely got advice, but he's also a busy guy. He's yeah. a dad now and, sure. and got another full-time job. So try not to take too much of his time, but uh, it's always good to have him um, there to help out. Last thing, uh, we're out here in the motorhome lot. We're, we're sitting on a golf cart doing this interview. It's kind of funny, but uh, this is – I've never – I don't live the NASCAR life. It's neat to see all the motor – be in the motorhome lot here, but what's it like uh, with, with your home away from home here? <laughs> yeah, it's um – this is uh, part of the life. I when I drove for smaller teams, I always stayed in a hotel and sat in race traffic sure. and got cut off by angry NASCAR fans trying to get into the track <laughs> every weekend. Um, I, there were countless times I thought I was going to miss the drivers' oh, meeting geez. and was having to cut people off and getting flipped off all the way in. And I'm like, come on, I'm just trying to go do my job. But just, um, just hang the helmet out the window; they'll get the idea. Yeah, there. So there's nobody worse to sit in traffic with than a NASCAR fan, especially after a NASCAR race. Sure, they all think they're Jeff Gordon. 
So they're all, they just watched her race. They're ready to go yeah. and, and they're amped up, ready to get home. But um, no, so this is uh, much nicer than sitting in traffic all morning to get here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a short track announcer, so I get like that. I'll be listening to MRN, especially like at Talladega, and I'll be on a throughway somewhere, and I, I probably go up about 10 miles an hour. But uh, Alex, I know you got a busy morning. Thank you so much for the time. Best of luck today. Hopefully uh, you can have a good, strong finish here to the regular season and get into the postseason. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Alex Bowman from Hendrick Motorsports joining us live here on WGR's Fast Track. And uh, we're going to step aside here. We're going we're gonna to get off of Alex's golf cart. He's got to do some uh, media availability in the, in the media center, I believe. And, uh, Mike, we're going to step aside here for a couple minutes. We'll come back and wrap up this hour and then get ready to talk to Jeff Striegel from the Motor Racing Network. So we'll be right back in a couple of minutes here on WGR. Ten fifty-three here on WGR Sports Radio five fifty. Dave Buchanan and WGR's Fast Track live here from Watkins Glen International. Today's GoBowling.com at the Glen, uh, as as Rob Thomas famously said, "Man, it's a hot one." And uh, I'm sure you know, back home in Western New York, it's uh, steamy and it's steamy here today at Watkins Glen. Don't think they're going to need to bring the rain tires out though, like they did yesterday during the Xfinity Series race. As we were talking to Brent Wentz at the beginning of the show, uh, they had to. The race started in the dry, then they had a brief shower to put the rain tires on and then had to take them off, go back to the slicks. But I don't think that's going to be an issue today. I think we'll be sunny but hot here at the Glen, and uh, you're going to see a lot of cars uh, slipping and sliding around the track here this afternoon for today's GoBowling.com at the Glen as uh, should be a... uh, obviously road course racing in the cup series has become so thrilling here in the last couple of years going back to you know that famous finish between kyle bush and brad keselowski and marcus ambrose that last lap finish uh, could get us a a repeat of that here today and uh, it'll be interesting where the winner comes from is it going to be the big three is it going to be kyle kevin or truex or is it going to be somebody else in the field you know martin truex is coming in here winner of the last two road course races he's starting up front kyle and the gibbs toyotas have been strong all weekend long and a lot of people are picking them to win today potentially so it's going to be a lot of fun again we'll have live flag to flag coverage of the race our coverage is going to start at two o'clock this afternoon after nate and sale are done out of bill's camp and we'll have the motor racing network broadcast right here on wgr and speaking of mrn joining us when we get to the 11 o'clock uh, top of the hour, Jeff Striegel is going to join us from MRN. We get back here on Fast Track on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 